A man obsessed with trains finally steals one and immediately crashes it, killing several people. At the trial, the man is found guilty of multiple murders and sentenced to death. Before he faces his sentence, he's offered a last meal, and he asks for a single banana, which was given to him. The next day, he le he's led to electric chair, strap him in, pull the switch, and nothing happens. There's never been a failure before at this prison at all, but because you can't punish a person twice for the same crime, the court is forced to let him go. Within only a week's uh, time, naturally, the man who is obsessed with trains goes and steals another one. He doesn't care that he can't drive it or uh, that he failed catastrophically uh, before, <laughs> but he is obsessed with trains and his only desire is to operate one. As before, he crashes it and kills several people once again. Uh, once again, he tr uh, stands trial, and again, he's sentenced to death and showing no remorse. Only delight, shit. only delight that he has is to operate the trains. His last meal, once again, is a single banana. When he goes to the chair, the executioner pulls the switch, but nothing happens. He goes free again. The train obsessed Manic one more, once more on the loose, wasting no time and hijacking the train again and crashing it. His trial is speedy, because this has already happened twice before, and he's sentenced to death. They ask him what he wants for his last meal. The man replies, a single banana, please. Oh no, you do not get that, you son of a bitch. You're on to you now. We know all about your little banana trick and you're not escaping this time. The guards refuse his request instead of serving the standard meal of a steak, potato, and the berry cobbler. The next morning, they strap him into an electric chair, pull the switch, and nothing happens. The head guard asks, did you give him a banana? The main guard says, no, sir. He asked for a banana, but we did not give it to him, we swear. It turns out the banana had nothing to do with it, anything. He was just a really bad conductor. You know, Cody, you really got to work on cutting down on your jokes, the length of them. That joke was a train wreck. Ah, <laughs> you're just waiting for that. That was, that was actually better than the joke. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was painful. Uh, probably said those people. Anyways, <laughs> I should play the music, huh? Sure, yeah, let's play the music. Yeah, I'll get it. You know that audio. Um, welcome to the forty dash, where we find out age. It's like time, and it only matters when you can't believe you've known someone for over a decade, and they're visiting you on your podcast. This is the podcast where Jenks, Moochie, and Cody try to accomplish 40 goals before we go over the hill. We'll either succeed or fall flat on our face. This week's episode, we have a special can crusher with us talking how age, how he's aged like a beautiful, fine wine over the years. <laughs> So, <laughs> emanating from parts unknown, Pennsylvania, this is a 40-year dash. Great introduction there. Well, thank you. I had to Very talk nice. about our guest. I mean, it's not, it's not often we get a guest of this caliber on our program, but we'll get to that in a little bit oh, here. This is a very special occasion. <laughs> Stop it. Wow. Uh, wow. Anyways, so welcome everybody to the 40-year dash. Uh, this week, we have a special guest with us, as we've alluded to in the intro. Quick recap of last week. Last week, we went and did a bunch of updates to our goals. Uh, gentlemen, how do we feel about these updates that we've all made to our goals? 
What are you guys thinking? Dan? Cody? Yeah. Uh, I feel pretty good about mine. Uh, you know, actually, I I know one of my goals was to collect, get my Kenny Lofton collection up to 500. Uh, I ended up recounting my cards, and I think I'm at... I think on the podcast last time I said I was between 300 to 400. I'm actually at 289, um, so a little bit less than what I thought. But, uh, you know, we actually went to the card store yesterday, and I picked up a Kenny Lofton card I didn't have. And then I actually found another card yesterday that was not in my original account. So I'm actually up to 291 now. There we go. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So wait, yeah. you're at 291, and then yep. the, the total is – between four and five hundred, was it? I I think the goal we, the goal I think was five hundred Kenny Lofton cards. Okay. So, I still have a lot of work to do. But. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of investing but, to do. Yeah, but yeah. But we'll we'll get there. I've uh, I've already put in some leads on some websites where I found some stuff. So <laughs> I'm pretty confident. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty confident. I'll I'll get there. Yeah, and, uh, some leads on the mean streets of parts unknown to <laughs> get that back alley deal for some Kenny Lofton merchandise there. What about you, uh, Cody? Yeah, yeah, but I guess mine is kind of, one of mine is tied in with Moochie and him and I went to our local card shop yesterday and, um, I actually got a couple cards from my collection too. I'm trying to collect every Erie Seawolf that made to the majors when, uh, you and I worked there and Mark too, I guess too. Um, yeah. so, um, got a couple of those. My wife picked up some all over on eBay uh, throughout the week too, to help you know get to that goal. Um, so I think maybe got six or seven this week. Some were very hard to find. Max St. Pierre is going to be kind of impossible, I think. Oh, um, but that'll be a good one. Yeah, when you find it. He was with the Sea Wolves for like forever. Yeah, but he only played like one game in the majors, <laughs> so. Um, and it wasn't a, ever a true prospect, I don't think so. So can you refresh my memory? Is your goal to collect cards of them actually as major leaguers? But what, like, what if you have a Seawolf card of them? Does that count? No, I kind of want a Topps or a Bowman or, you know, All right. a Don Ross or, you know, something like that instead of yeah. the Seawolf one, because that'd be very easy. Just go to the team store and buy every single one. Right. But, um, Maybe you have to do that with a couple of them, but it's, yeah. But if this guy doesn't have a major league card, you might have to do that. Yeah, he has one I found on oh. eBay, but oh, it, okay. for some reason it's fifteen dollars, which is <laughs> just nuts. All these I would have are, thought it would have been a thousand dollars by now. Yeah, so that, that might be. He might be the one it. selling that one. <laughs> he may be the only person that has it and selling it. You're right, um, but yeah. So getting closer to that one, it would be work is just mad, and you know matter of finding all of them online and getting them but we'll get there how about you jinx uh i'm well on my way uh my goal actually for the next episode when i update everybody has already begun so it should be very easy to transition into investing for my niece's future and that and i can tie that into the next episode nice. so well on the way there perfect yeah very nice yeah so this week we've alluded to it we've mentioned him by name so we're going to bring him in here now this week is all about mark martinez mark the mark martinez from can crushers podcast mark welcome to this shit show (laughs) i love it already i love it already i i am not one of your lithuanian listeners Uh, that's disappointing mark we might have to consider this now (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Happy to be, uh, come on board this shit show. Every 
Tuesday when I'm driving the old uh, big rig. You guys are there putting a smile on my face, and it's nice because I, I know two of the three of you pretty well. In Moochie, yep. I hate you. <laughs> that's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I, it's a lo- I think it's a love hate relationship with all of us here. I don't know. It's the best way of the podcast, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Later on, I do have an exercise that I want to go through so that uh, I can get to know Mark a little bit better. Oh, yeah? Wait, wait. Yeah. We should do this at first because you can't have a podcast if you want to get we to know that. We can do that. I, I have I, no idea what this says, Mark, so yeah, good luck. He didn't run this yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't mentioned this to anyone. So uh, <laughs> what I have prepared here is a uh, list of rapid-fire questions that I would like to ask you so that, so that myself and, I guess, for the benefit of our listeners, we can, uh, we can get to know you a little bit. Um, and, sure. you know, I, I, I have a, a stopwatch here, so, you know, I'm thinking maybe we can do – 32 sec. What, what's a good number here? 32 30, seconds. 30, what do you, actually, do you know what? It's the, it's the 40 year dash. How about 40 seconds? Rapid fire questions in 40 seconds. There Deal. we go. God. Right. Okay. I have my clock uh, right here. So, operate it. yeah, I think so. Uh, all right. Here we go. And now, Beatles or Stones? Stones. Favorite color? Green. Favorite number? 44. Who is your favorite superhero and why? Uh, Nikki Ash, because she's not really a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> if nice. you could be like any that. animal in the world, what would you be? A dog. Favorite TV show? Friends. Favorite beverage? Beer. Apples or oranges? Oranges. A tarantula or praying mantis? Praying mantis. If you had a yacht, what would you name it? Gone. <laughs> On a scale from one to ten, how cool are you? Negative one. <laughs> how many the, keys do you have on your keychain? A lot. I'm almost a janitor. <laughs> Time's passed, but I'm going to keep on going. If a movie was made on your life, what would the genre be? Comedy. If you were running for office, what would your campaign slogan be? Walk slowly. <laughs> if you could go back to a younger age, what age would you go back to? Seventeen. If you could go back in time to see an event live before you were born, what event would that be? Oh, oh, that's a good one. Come back, come back to that one. That's a that's a great one. Holy shit, that's the best that's thing part of the podcast. <laughs> right. I think we all need to answer that at some point. Ah, I like that. Okay, go back. Go ahead. Was it answered? No. no. We're coming back to it. Go. All right, all right. All right. Uh, uh, how do you like your steak cooked? Medium rare. Okay, that's pretty much all I had. Wow, oh. all that for one extra question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Now I, now I feel like I know you as a brother. I want to ask everybody, actually, on my podcast, and it's not about my podcast, but I mean that's that's a yeah. great question, Muji. Thank you. I did research. You know, I poured, uh, I poured into you know everything to find out what like like I don't really so, you know I've never minute. had the pleasure of what. I was just going to say, did this take you like three minutes to put the questions together? No, and then no, I did research and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I did research and stuff because, you know, I know that you guys have met Mark and you know him pretty well, but I haven't. So I wanted to, you know, get to know him a little bit, uh, see what he's all about. So now I feel like I, I, I know you as a brother after that exercise. Oh, wow. <laughs> Excellent. 
<laughs> I, I, I'm glad we have brought family together here on the 40-year dash. That was the entire ten of this podcast. So Mark and Dan, uh, we're going to leave now, and it's all up to you guys. <laughs> it's like a long-lost love. <laughs> Mark, you might be getting a uh, lovely card in the mail from Valentine's Day. So we're Good. Very nice. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know what we all did, but that was a solid question. I, yeah, do you have you thinking about Mark? Do you have an answer for it? I no, I don't because mm-hmm. we were just joking around yeah. um, <laughs> before I was born. I mean, it it extends longer than both or all three of you guys, so I can go back into the '60s for the love of God because yeah. you guys weren't thought of yet. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a history buff or anything like that. Maybe. Maybe I would have liked to seen like Cy Young pitch, or oh. yeah, I mean, it's definitely got to be something sports oriented, you know, because I don't want to go see the Gettysburg Address or anything like that. Yeah. It's something yeah. sports oriented. Hmm, that makes sense. I mean, if I'm thinking about it, off the top of my head would be to see the Beatles play live, but I feel like there's a better uh. answer. I just have to think. I don't about know that, if there, that's I don't such know. a tough question to ask. Dan, did you have one or did you no, just I, <laughs> write down the question and not even think about it? I didn't have a particular. <laughs> I did not have a particular answer for myself. There's probably a few things that pop up in my head. Uh, I think the Beatles one is probably one one of the first things that pops up in my head, like seeing the Beatles live. Um, also, what about the Seeing the Indians win the World Series, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Got to go back to the 40s for that one. That's a deep dive. Yeah, 1920 and 1948. Yeah. What are those two? So I think, you know, those are the two things that probably pop into my head first. That's fair. Pa, what do you got over there? Yeah, it has to be sports related. I like the Beatles one a lot, though, too. Um, man, I don't know. Yeah, I probably would go Beatles, actually. To see them play somewhere in London, like one of the first shows on the ground, you know, when they're not well known yet. Yeah. That would be pretty yeah. awesome. Or or the other one was Woodstock. I'm a big Jimi Hendrix uh-huh. fan. Oh, so yeah. Seeing that, that set would, be, would be pretty awesome. Um, so, yeah, uh, definitely music or sports related, I think pretty much yeah. everybody would pick, unless you're a historian. Like, I really like yeah, right. the, um, the mystery behind JFK, you know, assassination. be cool maybe go back to that day, but um, but I'd probably spit. You want to go back to that event? You want to go back and see someone get his head blown off? Well, let's see see if I can figure it out. Really phrase that better. (laughs) Here's the thing, too, because if you try to hunt down the killer, you could be mistaken as an accomplice at that Mm. time. So you got to watch that, too. That's true. So that that was morbid. Man, that was morbid. No. Podcast well, that was, is turning dark. I know it turned dark early on, and it's going <laughs> that way. Anyways, that was a good question, Moochie. So, Mark, uh, Dan gave us a little bit of a brief intro about you, but if, how about you give the fans a little bit more of an intro, uh, a little bit about yourself and what fun you have and how you know us, and we can contribute stories and all that too as we go through. But open sure. the floor to Mister Mark. Um. Well, 1977 is when I was born. So it was March 15th, an early morning. I've never missed a meal in my life. Jenks would <laughs> verify for that. No, um, we met each other. Uh, I was the hot dog king at uh, Seawolf City 
the hot dog Park. king? I was. It was Johnny Beer Garden. He had that. Johnny he had Beer that. Garden. <laughs> And then we got Johnny Fancy Graphics yep. the following year. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I was a hot dog king there at Seawolf City. I fed these guys pretty much every night. And then the following year, I became an intern and was learning the ropes from uh, the Golden Pipes himself, Greg Gania. <laughs> and uh, I got to be the assistant broadcast and media relations guy. Um, always wanted to work in baseball with, you know, doing baseball games, play-by-play, marketing, something like that. And I did not have my degree. Um, Left after that season and went back, and my family had already been started. So I figured, well, I better go back to school or something to get this degree to actually get a job in baseball. Um, So much has happened then. Since then, I did get my degree, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, Lost family members had to make different choices in life, and this isn't what it's all about. But then decided, hey, I have this freaking communications degree. Let's do something with it. <laughs> uh, so I started a Can't Crush Your Wrestling podcast, and that has been amazing. Um, just like you guys, we have a couple podcasts out there, but I'm also expanding to one more podcast, which is going to be family-oriented, not anything to do with Can Crushers. That's coming within the next couple months or nice. two. Oh, nice. Very oh, nice. Nice. You're going to hear a lot of advice given. Let's just leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys will be coming on as well. Uh, Essentially, that's it. I mean, I I live a a mediocre home-home life. I am 44 years old, married with one 14-year-old son, two rambunctious dogs that will be making their presence known in your podcast (laughs) at any given moment. Nice. And, and of course, they're named after baseball players. Um, Oh, Eight-year-old mm-hmm. golden retriever. His name is Miggy. Oh, and we have a nine-month-old Australian Shepherd golden mix. His name is Max. Do we know okay. what Max is named after? Max Scherzer. Exactly. Uh, oh, I thought it was Max St. Pierre. Yeah, I was going to guess Max St. Pierre or Max Moroff. Uh, oh, yeah, Max Moroff. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Former Cleveland Indians, great. <laughs> Right? I should have called him Jack, though. Oh, God. Jack Hanahan? Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. There you God. go. He's going to be on this horse for five minutes now. You know, when we were looking at baseball cards yesterday, I was trying my hardest to find a Jack Hanahan card for Cody. Couldn't find it. No. To, no, to no avail. Wait, we'll get for, one, though. For Cody? Yeah. I'm, he's a Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought he would have bought it for himself. St. Pierre card. It is a Seawolf's one, though. It yeah. was actually... Yeah. The year that I was in a hot dog stand, he hit a walk-off on day number, like, three of the home game, and that actually became his um, baseball card of the year. I don't oh, know really? Okay. Oh, nice. Topher took the pitcher. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, man. The hot dog king. And you, you were all about that. You were driving up here. You had, what, an hour commute every day, or what yeah. was it? Two hour, two and a half hours commute. You were dedicated to the craft of Johnny uh, Beer Garden and then communications, which was perfectly fine. Uh, It was was all about getting to the next step. It was. And I needed to. But that's that's a good point because you do what you have to do to get to that next step, to put yourself in the position to go forward. I. I mean, I'm doing that day to day now, uh, 
would I have driven two and a half hours? Probably if it meant getting to a next step, getting an internship or getting a position with a team. I completely agree with that. You you were very dedicated and hardworking for that role. And then you were a glutton for punishment because you joined the intern staff and are <laughs> crazy asses for the most part. And you were in ticket sales with me. I think you sold more tickets than me. I think everybody did by like tenfold. You sold, I sold one. one. I package. sold one. Yeah. And, back, and uh, I believe it got taken from me too. I didn't I inked the final deal because <laughs> like five minutes later, something like that. So, but yeah, she called back and the director it took it for a short period though, because then, uh, you know, communications in the, that aspect of baseball starts a little bit earlier than it, no disrespect than ticketing or, you know, janks your, your operations. We had to start putting the books together and, um, Myself and I don't know. Does Gania listen? Do you guys talk to Gania? We uh, so. had a lot no. of extra lunches that you guys didn't have. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Tom Foolery. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> but yeah, that. But it was unique. I mean, what when going through your at that time because that kind of leads into one of the questions that I had in your comments before about how life changed, where you wanted to be, or what you were trying to do. One of my questions was when you were 20 or 30 years old or both, you know, is this where you thought you would be? But obviously through your answers before that life changes everything you want to do. So I don't know, but is that, that's a fair statement to make, correct? Oh, it really is. Um, my life changed in 2016, starting into 17. Um, that's when I went back. Well, I was just finishing up my real degree at <laughs> University of Pittsburgh at Bradford uh, with a broadcast communications degree, minor in marketing, and minor in um, public relations. I went to the winter meetings that year, and Ooh. out of the winter meetings, which was in Washington, because I was full set on still doing baseball. The family was full set on doing baseball. And by the time I got back from Washington to Ridgeway, Pennsylvania, which is, again, about a four-hour drive, um, hmm. I got the job offer to be play-by-play -play for the Birmingham Barons. And if you guys know, the Birmingham Barons is where Michael Jordan played his yeah. baseball. Um, yep. a lot of other Terry Francona managed him there yes. as well. Yep. Yes. So I got that, and I accepted it. And they're like, all right, cool, we'll see you in March. Come down, we'll start everything, and we'll get going. Awesome. Um, February 3rd, I got a phone call from my mother. She was going to have some testing done. And we found out that she had a ton of different complications, and she was going to need some big surgery and everything. So I had to make the choice that, you know, this, this was life-threatening at that point. And I'm like, wow, baseball is always going to be there sans COVID days, but, um, my mom may not. So I called Birmingham and I said, Hey guys, uh, uh, thank you very much for this opportunity. I only have one mom and I need to step back and make sure she's okay. And, you know, through that, she did get better then she regressed. And then she, and then essentially passed in 2019 after some complications of everything. But um, I don't regret it at all. Uh, always I, – I feel I could still roll right into baseball right now. Uh, I, I I would be fine. 
it's just getting my feet back under me because the last year has been rough. The last two years have been rough since then, essentially. Um, cause I was the mama's boy. I was the, the guy that, you know, mom, I need $5 for gas and I'm up in Erie. Can you <laughs> deliver it to me? Because it was before anybody had Venmo or anything. Right. So five, five up the Erie for me and so on and so forth. So I, I only had one mom and I had to step back and say, okay, Take care of family first. Baseball will always be there. My son's 14. Maybe in three, four years when he's living his life in college, Altoona, maybe yeah. Gania will be gone, um, <laughs> Binghamton. Baseball is around. Yeah. And I think doing these podcasts is just a another spot on my resume saying, look what I've done for four years. Um, take out some of the curse words. I can be better with that. <laughs> uh, but I can I can bring you some cool knowledge of baseball because I still live and die in the minor leagues, man. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I love my putrid Tigers, but uh, I love the minor league system. Nice. Wait, I was going to say the minor leagues had something to it, but going back to your point there, I had hopes and dreams when I turned 18, but it was a similar situation with my dad. He started going downhill around that time. It never made sense to pursue it. So I was trying to get lucky with the Seawolves when I was there to get a full-time opportunity. When that wasn't coming, you just pivot and you make the best choice you can at that time. So, I mean, it's amendable. It's admirable at that point to do what you did. Um, And like you said, you can always come back to it. You can always circle back, always make it go back 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 to the wall to get it but uh you always come back <laughs> and touch wow. them all the time if you want to do. let's throw them all in there <laughs> touch them all the time can, can we tell a, a good story real quick about me working to see wolves real quick of course yes i was i was gonna try to yes. work them in here i was trying to figure out how <laughs> go ahead that was perfect uh it was one of my first times calling a game by myself that uh Gania let me and because I, I was only allowed certain innings, he's like, ah, I got something to do today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was against Trenton. And Seawolves got their asses handed to them that day. I, I remember this. I don't remember who it was, but he bombed one. <clears throat> I apologize. He bombed one up on the Civic Center, and I made this the biggest home run call of my life. <laughs> <laughs> And it was for Trenton. <laughs> Half inning break comes in, and it wasn't even Gania because he was busy. But Bond Stones came in, and he's like, uh, you know you work for the Seawolves, right? <laughs> she just said it was gone. And I'm like, oh, he, I, I'm being impartisan. I, this is a great, a great call. He's like, yeah, uh, simmer down on those away home run calls. <laughs> Two games later, then I called the only triple play of the day uh, of the year in Erie that year, and Gania was pissed. He's like, five years effing broadcast, and I've never called a triple play. You call one on your third game. Was the tri- was the triple play against the Seawolves or for the Seawolves? For the Seawolves. Okay. That's Francisco good. Martinez started it, threw it over to – I actually remember this one. Francisco Martinez started it, threw it over to second base where Brandon Douglas was. And I think Raleigh Bishop was at first or maybe Ben Bertram. But I, I know it was Martinez to Douglas to first base. It was around the horn. It was that hard that everybody was moving. But boom, 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 
and he was livid. <laughs> nice. I could just see him storming into that booth, too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you took your opportunity when a home run hit. You had to, you had to make a call. Like, you your first right. one. I didn't know if I was going to get another one. Right, yeah. You got to right. make the most of it. <laughs> that's awesome. But, yeah, we, we had some good times yeah. at the Seawolves, that's for sure. And all the, I guess, the inside jokes, right? The Vaughn Stones and... You know, all that different stuff that, Hello. you know, us, yeah, right. <laughs> like us three know about that stuff. And it just, you know, I, I do miss working in sports um, a little bit. It's been, what, three, four years now, five years, something like uh, that, like, since I've been there. Isn't it like, oh, yeah. Well, 2014. Uh, no, seven. No, 17. Seven. I moved home, so it was four years. Yeah. Yeah. Four years since I've stopped working in sports. So I do miss that. I know. Like Mark, you had you had it worse than we did. You know, driving two and a half hours, coming in at you had to be there at eight, eight nine for a tarp. You know, on a Saturday, oh, and yeah. then take it off, and then work the game all the way till midnight. And you drove back two hours. You know, get up and do it again, or you stayed in town sometimes too. I think, um, but uh, during the season, I essentially stayed with uh, Jesse or oh, that's um, right, yeah, Jesse. Uh, hmm. What the hell is his name? Fancy graph? Not not Johnny Fancy Graphics. The other guy from. I think did graphics for us and business cards and stuff. RFA. Oh, yeah. RFA. Oh, RFA. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. RFA. Action printing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it's a grind, but it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, you make, I mean, we've been, you know, friends and, um, you know, for 10 years now, you know, and Jenks, you know, Jenks was a, my best man at my wedding. So like, it's, it's crazy, you know, the bonds that you can make and I wouldn't have met Moochie without the Seawolves. So it's, you know, a lot of that, you know, my life is because of working there. Um, so it's pretty, pretty cool. Don't miss, you know, doing tarp in the downpour, but, or getting there at 7 a.m. to wrap hot, you know, thousands of hot dogs for a school day. But, um, you know, miss, the, great days. Yeah, <laughs> miss the friendships though. Like, and, you know, I, I, I don't know. I didn't have to do tarp as much as you guys. Yeah. Especially during right. games. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Definitely not during games. We only lost what one or two interns during that tarp pull. Yeah, a couple under got the tarp. Yeah. yeah, just a couple. <laughs> There's some rules kid, instituted instituted that during one that. One kid started that day. We had a tarp pull. Oh and my it god! Was a tornado going through <laughs> yeah. the area at that time. He got sucked underneath it and was dirtier than anything. He didn't come back the next day. He was done. Yep, one day. <laughs> he was done. And he had white Gosh. pants on too, right? Like he had yeah. fresh, like white yep. pants on for work, and got dragged all the way to the right field. It was nuts. I guess yeah. I should have worked for the Seawolves. Man, <laughs> you, you should have. Listen, it was a brother, and we'll call sisterhood since there was some females yeah. there as well, because we were there every day at least sixteen hours, maybe more, and then you come back the next day for a homestand and start it all over again, and it was absolutely the funnest time you tell people you work 16 hours they don't believe it right but you had a blast while doing it and some yeah. people are crazy but you still have a blast while and then doing at it, the end so. of and the end of the game you know on friday saturday we didn't go home right away you know we go yeah. to cornerstone we would stay there have some beers yeah. do <laughs> baseball golf like or spend mm-hmm. even more time with each other and you know pay for it the next day but it, you know <laughs> it, it kind of made made up for those long days well you know that leads into my joke and I'm not going to come out of nowhere with it because I think oh, wow. how many baseball golfers does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? Four. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Oh, gosh. But you talked about Cornerstone. I don't want to get into half the stories, but all I'm saying is one of the stories was somebody played Hulk Hogan music and somebody tore their shirt off. Oh, that sounds fantastic. (laughs) That wasn't me, was it? Well, you did the Hulk Hogan music music, and then uh, I think it was JFG ripped your shirt off because of that. Okay, I was going to say that. Yeah, that was it. You You didn't go topless, but that was... You started it, I think, at that point. Good. Part of a three-week running tradition, apparently, at Cornerstone, where somebody lost a shirt. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are great times, and I think uh, I think we talked about before the podcast, but like Mark was about our age that we are now when he was an intern there. Like, I think if you had to do the math right, you'd have been you know twenty, thirty-three, thirty-four, right around then. Ish, yeah. yeah. Uh, 2010, right? Yeah, yeah. 10, 11. Yeah, 10, 11. Yeah, 33, 34. Yeah, yeah. Like, what we are now, it's just crazy. <clears throat> How yeah. did, I guess, uh, you know, you had life change and stuff like that, but, you know, did you, did you, uh, we're going through our 30s right now, did you, was that an enjoyable experience, especially you had your son, you know, growing up around that time and, you know, trying to make things work with that and also, you know, your career? It, it was. It was. I was living, and I still am living the life of uh, one of my favorite movies is Pursuit of Happiness with with Will Smith. Yeah. Um, and he changed his life. You know, he was in a whole hum job, and he just figured this is what I'm going to do. You know, you have to push it a little bit extra, and that was my point right then and there because I was I was coming off of doing 16 hours or whatever in a factory and I'm like, dudes, I, I, I don't, I hate my family. I'm making great money, but I'm 16 hours inside. This isn't what I wanted to be. And sports has always been in my life. So I'm like, all right, I just got to take a chance. And I figured the first way to get in is to bust it and show everybody my work ethic. And the first year was 81 games, driving back and forth. <laughs> right. um, I made no money that year. So right. essentially, yeah. I had two internships. Yeah. I made no money. It went into my 1994 Jeep Wrangler that I was oh driving back God. and forth. <laughs> um, not living at home. So it wasn't my wife at the time. You know, just my fiance, Kelly, was the, the breadwinner. And don't for Families helped us because they're like, all right, Mark's either having a midlife crisis or he's going all in on what he wants to do. And I went in all in what I wanted to do. And then I feel even though I didn't get paid again much the following year, the internship that was awarded to me was like this kid literally killed himself because we were doing 16 hours again, hot dogs Mm -hmm. and all that. And then I had to drive. I would sleep sometimes three hours, turn right, right back yeah. around, especially if it was a night game that ended late. Yeah. And then school days was the next day. Right. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right. So oh, yeah. Would I do it again? I would do it again right now at 44. Yeah. I, I, think, I think I would do it again. If I did my internship all over again, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's I how, agree. Yeah. That's how great it was. It was a great six – I was there six seasons, so uh, five years, wow. six seasons. So it was a great time. It got me in the door. I met lifelong friends, and 
you know, eventually led to my wife too, um, through, um, Muchi's wife, Noah and Kaylin. So, um, through me. Yeah. No, and I met you. Well, <laughs> and I met, it. yeah, it starts with Jenks, but <laughs> everything starts with Jenks. All right. <laughs> but like John Fry gave us all the opportunity, right? Like he, he is yeah. the one that brought us all together and, you know, he, I'm sure there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people that, you know, apply hundreds at least, you know, that applied to be an intern all over the country for sport management and stuff. And it's just, it's crazy. You know, it took a chance on us and we, I think we did pretty good. Our, our attendance wasn't very good, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> except for on Friday, Saturday, and Monday, that doesn't speak well to my skill set here with sales, but, um, there's so, uh, I don't know. It was a lot of fun, but yeah, I, I don't know, Mark, I don't, I don't know if I would jump back into it right now at 33 with a kid, like a newborn. I don't know how you did that, man. Like it's, um, it is t- it'd be tough, you know, uh, Ethan was around back then, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that had to be very tough. He he was a big fan of Mark Sorensen. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> There's somebody that did not make it to the major league. He did not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that had to be had to be really hard to leave pretty much all day and you know maybe not you'd see him for until the homestand was over. You know, very little here and there. And like I, I don't know. I'd, I'd say it's, uh, I'd say Seals or minor league baseball is very good job if you're single and you know and young and you know, but having family is hard, you know, to do it and it takes a special person like yourself to have that dedication to, to do that. And, you know, for your break there. Thank you. Yeah. It was, I, and I remember yeah. what, one day you had a, you had to quit mid season, right? Like I remember. I did. Had, yeah. Yeah. That it was mid season. Um, second year, right? Yeah. It was, uh, it was the start of mom's, issues it wasn't a big one but we we came home and it was after a homestand and i came home and she was telling me and i sat with her home at home for the three game visiting trip or what how i don't even know what i'm trying to say right now right when they were on the road i came back and i just knew then and, and this wasn't one that you know we thought years down the line, you know, five, seven years down the line, it was going to do anything, but it actually was. So again, I'm like, man, this is, this is great. I got my foot in the door. They know I can work. So maybe if we, if we tackle this issue, mom has, um, a year or two down the line, we can bounce back. Um, it never really did because of circumstances, but yeah. Um, but I would think that, you know, I could ask, and I will always throw his name out. Um, we throw him under the bus all the time. Um, but Ganey and I have remained friends as well. Yeah. That, you know, he would say, yeah, when this kid was here, um, I'd have to wake him up in the morning sometimes. Hey, you know, uh, <laughs> the game starts in about four hours. We have stuff to do. Let me knock on your door or, you know, right. Mark, go let sit out. This yeah. was before he was married, of course. Yeah. Right. So I was the intern for him, waking him up, making him coffee, <laughs> light this candle for him. Stuff like that. Uh, Plays candles. Yeah. 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 Hey, about Gania. You know, I don't know the guy personally, but didn't he get an opportunity to call some Tiger games? And under now, the, the circumstances of that didn't something happen with like the Tigers announcers where they got into a fight or something like that and got suspended? Is that like how that came about? 
literally, yeah, literally, the <laughs> Tigers announcers hate each other, but they're so good because they're so great at, at what yeah. they do, and they just got in a riff at the end of the year. <laughs> And any time that somebody was available, uh, right. Toledo or Erie or even Western Michigan, um, when they were on the road, they kind of just dubbed in the other voices of <laughs> the home team. So they brought Ganey up to call. I think it was a homestand. Yeah. Yeah. A couple years ago. Yeah. 19, yeah. I think, or 18 or 19, yeah. something like something that. Like that. Yeah. Definitely before COVID. But yeah, that was, it's cool. You know, see people get a break like that, you know, just like you did. Yeah. You know? So it's. It's cool to see that rewarded. Sure. He deserves to be. He deserves to get a cup of coffee up there too. Uh, Agreed. As much as always yeah. under the bus, he he does love his passion and his work and everything he does. Um, I, I'd like to see him go farther. Plus, maybe that would bring me back to Erie. There we go. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. That's fair enough. I can't like can crushers from Erie, can I? Yeah. Oh yeah, I for sure. So. I mean, yeah. We're doing this. Live from here, so why not? You know, whatever. Wait, you just, oh my God, you just pulled down the fourth oh. wall. <laughs> we put, uh, we broke down the fourth wall, probably episode three or two. <laughs> it fell down. We've been loosely trying to keep it up. Parts for the unknown. <laughs> Ten episodes. It's still parts unknown. You get lost in this city sometimes, and it's. <laughs> Ask my wife when she come up to visit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you know I've mentioned Erie several times. Um, so I'm pretty sure most of the listeners know <laughs> by now, especially the ones in Lithuania. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, we're an international podcast. What can we say? We yeah. take it. We love them all. But, uh, Mark, I did want to bring it back a little bit, kind of make it. I love the Seawolves talk, but let's go back and let's think of it this way. You're at an age now. You're, you said you're 44 now, I think. So, if you could go back to any past version of yourself, this is your standard. What would you tell yourself? Or would you even go back and say, just live your life, man, and let me know how it turns out? Uh, I don't have regrets. I'll put it that way, if that's you know kind of where yeah. you're, you're bouncing around. Um, but like uh, Moochie asked it in the, the 42nd shot that we were doing. Yep. If I could pick a, an age to go back to, 17. But knowing what I know now – uh, because when I went to college the first time, I was a big frat boy. Um, <laughs> I, I left college the first time after one year with a .007 GPA. <laughs> but my alcohol tolerance was <laughs> 4 Uh I would have changed that. I would have yeah. changed that a little bit. But it wouldn't have led me to – Kelly and Ethan then down the line. So I, I'm one to live without regrets, live your life now. But yeah, I, I would have changed some things because the passion is always there. And, and I'm yeah. not bringing it back to the Seawolves, but I've always been a talker, somebody like that. I mm-hmm. love this. I, I love the – it doesn't have to be about baseball. We can talk about anything. And yeah. I just feel happy and home with a mic in front of me. So I would have pursued that more because – it wasn't out there as much back then that yeah. I could have went to Erie. Erie had a baseball team in 95, for oh, God's yeah. sakes. Right. Oh, you know, yeah. I was getting one. They were all right here. I just wasn't um, aware of my surroundings. I'll put it that way. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. That's, then- a, that's an interesting way to put it if you think about it because I don't think anybody's truly aware 
other surroundings at that age. They don't know the possibilities that are out there, even if they're starting to get into a field because they see the big lights, big pictures, but there's those smaller ones that really help build up that bigger, more expansive picture. So I, that sounds kind of broad and almost BSing, but at the same time, it's, it's accurate because if you think of the movie industry, you have the independent films that can be built upon. You get to the bigger picture, like actors starting the independent, do independent films, move up major league baseball, starting the minor leagues, you move up to the big leagues. So it's one of those things where there's that transition point that you have to build upon. And a lot of people don't realize that and they don't see that. And they only look for the bright lights and shining stars. I mean, I wanted to be an NFL GM when I was 18, but that wasn't going to happen. So, but that's you all I saw. Coach, though, didn't you? You're good. I did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'm good at Madden. I mean, I'm good at a GM Madden. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah. When, so I, when I was in college, I wanted to be a baseball GM. That was like my dream job was being yeah. a baseball GM. Same here. Yeah. Know, for the Indians, obviously. But like, yeah, that's like one person has that job and probably yeah. ex-ball player, you know, usually like I just think of like Seinfeld episode when George Costanza yeah. is just trying to figure out what to do and he wants to be a roadie, radio broadcaster and it's like that probably goes to people <laughs> that know baseball and, but it's, you know, it's cool to hear your perspective, Mark, and, you know, with us sitting here, like, is there any, um, not guidance, but, like, words of wisdom from, like, to for our 30s, what to do? Like, uh, you know, we're, Dan and I both have young kids, and, you know, Mike's, you know, wants to start a family here soon, I'm sure, and one day, <laughs> um, but... Um, we'll see about that. But, yeah, like, is there any, like, words of wisdom, like, you know, for, for around that at all? For our thirties, yeah, yeah. And, and it's not it's thirties, it's forties because right. over the last and I, I know I keep reverting back to this uh, over the last two years of losing my mom, it, it took me until then to realize. Um, and Jenks, this probably hits you too, losing your dad so young. Guys, don't don't sweat the small things. Um, we all have issues in life. Uh, you two, Cody and, and Mooch. Live for your kids, man. You know, you, you love your jobs, and yes, you can make millions, but guess what? And this is where it came from for me when I left that um, plant that I was working at. I wasn't spending enough time with Ethan. I wasn't spending sure. enough time with Kelly. Money is great, but literally money cannot buy happiness. Live for you. Live for you. Do what you want to do. Do what you want to, you know – Excel in. Um, I was talking to Cody prior to you guys coming on real quick, and we were talking about podcast numbers and everything. It doesn't matter. You guys love doing these podcasts. I love doing the podcast that I'm doing. I live my life through talking to the wrestlers on the spotlight shows because huge wrestling fan or the next thing that we're going to do. I'm going to live talking to other people. That gives me enjoyment. Live for giving enjoyment. Yeah, pay your bills, pay your taxes and all that yep. Yep. shit. But <laughs> make sure you're living for yourself because I was living for others. And I'm probably – I'm paying a toll a little bit because I got in a funk and I'm trying to get out of it. Live for you. It really is. Take care of you and your family because – that's all that really matters in life. Yeah, I definitely agree. My son, you know, only eight months old, so a new father, um, you know, compared to you, you two. But 
it, it is like getting up early with him and hanging out is the best part of my day. Yep. And right before he goes to bed, playing with him and make it like I made him giggle, belly laugh last yesterday. And that was the coolest <laughs> thing of my day, you know, and it's it definitely is. And finding creative outlets too, Mark, I think is a good thing, too, you know, with this, yeah. you know, doing the podcast yeah, or drawing or whatever we're doing. Um, right. You know, that, uh, and I think that's kind of where you took hold of what you want to do, right? Like it broadcasting didn't work out at this time, but you start up your own podcast. You're growing, you're getting huge wrestlers on, you know, you're, you're doing everything, you know, possible to reach out. And it, I can't remember you saying like you're number one in Japan or something, right? Like something crazy we, like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we weren't number one in Japan. That would be awesome. <laughs> number two. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to brag too much. He's number two. <laughs> yeah. No, we were in the top 50 in Japan and I'm like, nice. I don't. The only thing in Japan, I think I said, or Japanese, I, I think was Nihau. So apparently, that's going to get me over. <laughs> it's all. You just need to find that niche. That yeah. niche. If you find it, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I, I sidebar though, Cody, we have been in the top fifty in the United States, though. So. That's awesome. Man. That's pretty like, cool. Yeah, that's I, great. Well, I just like a little endorsement for his podcast, Can Crushers. Like I listen to it every Sunday while I'm doing my chores before, you know, doing my dishes, cooking and getting ready, you know, to wind down for the weekend. I put, you know, Mark and um, it's just Chad now, right, uh, John? No, it is. Well, this is coming out that uh, the English professor has stepped back just because it's football season. He's actually going to coach and do some stuff there. He'll be back. He's going to be on some spotlights and everything. Um, Chad stepping away. Uh, for a while for um, political reasons. We'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, so, okay. yeah. Uh, right now, uh, today's episode that's dropped, what it was yesterday's when you guys' drop, is me and my cousin, IRS. Soup is back. So we're doing some changes on Can Crusher, switching it up. Um, yeah. Uh, I am the host, and I, I'm not saying that patting myself on the back. I am the host and we're going to have a, a rolling co-host for a while to see where that leads. But, uh, yeah, a lot's going on. It's not numbers haven't dropped. Let's just say that we're actually, we got another sponsor coming real soon. <laughs> nice, man. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. I know all of us are big wrestling fans. I attribute Jenks for getting me back into it. Um, and also CM yeah, Punk, we, like, we I don't want to go off a tangent, but like CM Punk's like a pipe bomb. Um, promo got me back into it um, when that happened and just really have not stopped, you know, listening yeah. or watching or listening to the <laughs> podcast or anything on wrestling for sure. But like going forward, like Mark, like, you know, you're mid 40s or almost mid 40s. Like what where do you see? Mate. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah I say mid 30s. Um, where do you see, you know, the rest of your 40s going and, you know, podcast like is going to be focused on your podcast or I guess when Ethan, a couple of years, you know, late 50, you know, 40s, you could potentially try to make, you know, another run at baseball. Like where do you see the rest of your 40s and, you know, early 50s going? Well, as of right now, I'm very strong, heavily on the wrestling podcast. I've kind of we, we talked about this, how you kind of have to like pivot or anything. Uh, have a lot of relationships now in wrestling. Um Prior to mom passing again, uh, I had a job offer to go work at OVW doing some of this stuff that I'm doing, podcasting or editing or some ring announcing and everything. Um, so OVW is always there. Um, legit 
friends with Al Snell. When I go down to Louisville, oh, Kentucky, every once nice. in a while, we go for some beverages and <laughs> some Kentucky grilling and stuff like that. <laughs> so that job's there. Um, the bonus is Ethan wants to go to college at the University of Kentucky because they are one of the best ones for architecture and everything. Okay. Oh, so, wonderful. Nice. Hello. Nice. There's yeah. a happy move for the whole family. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, main, main goal for Mark right now is continue to build a podcast. Yes. Um, but to get into wrestling, I've always been a huge baseball fan, but wrestling has always been there. Uh, it, it has been from my grandfather showing me at the, the ripe old age of like four. And I know it's always been a passion to I'm I'm not going to be Stone Cold or Braun <laughs> Strowman or anybody like yeah. that. I want to do the editing. I want to do the marketing. I want to do maybe a spot backstage saying <coughs> we're right after the Royal Rumble and I have the winner, John Cena. What are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> like that. I want a backstage correspondence. Yeah. In, and I've worked into that already because I've done some for some indie shows around Pittsburgh and they've mm-hmm. traveled to our area, Dubois and everything. So I have kind of a tape and I've learned how to, this is another piece of advice. If you're young and listening, because record yourself, this is a huge, again, I said resume, uh, record yourself if you're looking to get into anything, because when I was doing all the Seawolf stuff, I didn't record myself. I didn't have oh, really? that yeah. uh, that promo tape that when the Washington Nationals said, "Mark, you're great, you're awesome, but let me hear you have a call." Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, mm-hmm. let's turn on any baseball game." I can. They're like, "No, we want to go home and listen to it or something." Yeah. So record yeah. yourself as well. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense because that's almost that's almost like part of the job interview at that point. You have to prove your skill at that point. I mean, you could go in and talk right. yourself up to live long day, but if you can't show it and prove it. It's not going to go anywhere. I mean, right, exactly. unfortunately, but yeah. What are if you were to step back right now today? What are you What are you winning at? I know you mentioned the podcast. I know everything. What are you taking away as a win right now? Is it the podcast? Is it just the family? Is it both? What is it? It's From both. Your life. It, it's both. It really is both because yeah, I feel I'm winning at the podcast and. I, Stop because you guys are just rubbing up the podcast and this is your <laughs> um, This is about you guys. You guys are winning at life with this because you guys don't understand how much. Okay, so Moochie doesn't find the time to to watch The Godfather or whatever. <laughs> that's, that's great. Um, <laughs> Cody's looking for a Jack Hannah hand card uh, and Jenks is yes, still, he is. you know trying to learn how to ride a bike. Great. Yep. <laughs> what, what you guys have is. You brought me back in, and I'm like, man, this is a friendship. And we had some years that we didn't talk, but yeah, now every right. time I listen to you guys, I'm like, I think of Jenks eating a bag of popcorn, and I'm not saying, <laughs> yeah, a bag of popcorn, a garbage <laughs> bag. <laughs> that was after the bet on that garbage <laughs> bag of popcorn. I want to point out, Let's <laughs> right? Uh, but I'm just saying, uh, like, stuff like yeah. That. Memories. So, yeah. you guys doing your podcast, me doing mine, uh, brought us together again. So that's a win. And, and you brought family. Yeah. Um, again, we we aren't the we aren't the richest of God. We're barely middle class sometimes. But 
my family, we do things. We, we don't live for saying, hey, man, uh, the electric bill. Yeah, we're going to pay the electric bill, but we have $5. We can either hold on to this $5 or we can go out and make a memory by throwing water balloons at the state cops that are driving by. Cool. <laughs> well, let's go out and throw water balloons at the state cops that are driving by. We now make memories and not make um, sadness. Yeah. Gotcha. That's that's very valid. And we keep bringing up the podcast, but at that point, it's still it's a part of you now. It's one. It's it's a part of you. It's part of your family. It's part of it's your living, breathing thing that you have your passion. It's worth bringing up as a win, to be honest. And that's why we keep bringing it up and we keep mentioning it. So it really is. Jenks. You, you don't understand that. Like the first time I went to OVW in Louisville um, about four years ago, I was covering a lot of it then and there's just so much wrestling that you you can only cover so much in a you know hour and a half two hour uh, realm of podcasting otherwise you're just on all week but it was cool when i was at davis arena um uh, a young boy came up and he's like because i always i'm always wearing my toledo hat one of my favorite hats <laughs> in the world the Toledo hat, and you know whatever collar and elbow shirt or some wrestling shirt a kid came up and he's like you're the can crushers. <laughs> and my wife was the biggest pop of the night that she's like, somebody down here noticed you. And we were still young in, in podcast, you know, realm. Yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah. somebody down here in Louisville recognized you. I'm like, I'm a big thing, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and then she filed divorce paper. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> But so, yeah, you're right, Jinx. It is a win. It really yeah. is. Well, I mean, it all helps with the passion you have for it. I mean, if you weren't passionate about it, it might not go anywhere. So it speaks to the passion level that you have. Yeah, you have a bachelor's degree. You have everything you need to set yourself up, but it's the passion that really drives it and can get you far in life. So, yeah, yep. and, and I just, you know, listening to your podcast really got me going, like, you know, getting these, we've been, you know, obviously talked, we mentioned this, you know, talked about doing one for a while and just finally, you know, got it going. Like, thanks to you, honestly, you know, just really put it in motion for me to make sure we, okay, we have this, we have that, we have that, check it off and, you know, reach out to you for technical help because we didn't know how to do that. But, you know, it's, it really does did help us. And the thing I love about our podcast is just, we're just trying to better each other. Um, and, you know, improve our lives through the 30s here and, you know, hopefully set us up for when starting in our 40s, right? And, you know, going towards the 50s. So it's, um, you know, I and good motivation, too, to get these done because I don't want to be the first one that doesn't have um, one for an episode. So, like, it, it helps, you know, try to get towards, you know, completing those goals. So I, I'm definitely appreciative of that. And I think Mark and I were talking before. Uh, we jumped on, but like I did radio back in college for like two years, and that was one of my favorite things I did in college. And you know, if I'd gone back, maybe I would have gone for communications. Like if I started all over again, and you know, do something like this. But this is a nice platform and medium that you just don't. You need a microphone and a computer, and you know, you can use Anchor uh, to go on and do all all the stuff. So it's it's pretty nice, and you know, it's. It, Good reason to get together with these guys every two weeks, you know, besides, you know, what we talk during during the week. It's just it's just a great opportunity. Yeah, for sure. I want to I, I just this is a funny memory that I just want to bring up. Um, 
because we're, Cody brought up his previous radio experience. Apparently, there's a tape that exists. I haven't been able to find it yet from when I was like five or six where I'm just talking into it like a radio broadcaster. I was trying to be Casey Kasem or something. <laughs> and I drop a line, and I still have no idea why I dropped this line, but it's and a cat's head. And it just cuts out the tape. And I'm still trying to find the tape and figure out what's going on. But it's a living, breathing monster in my family right now because of this. So, you know, we're talking about podcasting, the broadcasting history. That's mine. I was six years old trying to be trying to make it my family's house. So I don't know if that was anything, but I do want to bring it back. This is on cassette. This is is on a cassette. It was on. It had it was in recorded in one of those uh, old school recording devices for kids so it had the yellow red microphone it had the play buttons that were colored <laughs> there's a cassette in it yeah we found it i think we found it when i was like 15 or 16 and that was the last time i saw it it's still in my mom's attic i have to find it and dig it out but yeah so hey, hey jenks i don't yeah. know if i've ever mentioned this before on the podcast but do you remember i used to work for a radio station part-time oh, for a few years that is right yeah yeah so Mostly, you know, I was what they would call a promotion assistant. I think that was the term it was. And, you know, pretty much like if the radio was on remote, at like a location, you know, you see the the radio truck and they might have like a spin the wheel thing or whatever. So that was mostly my job. But, you know, like the last year that I was there, they actually made me like a it wasn't like I was like a DJ or anything. But uh, I would be on the radio just doing like plugs. So I'd be like, hey, this is Dan from so and so. We're here at, you know, Waldemere doing blah, blah, blah. Um, so that was, you know, pretty, pretty cool. But, you know, uh, that was pretty much about the extent of it. So it was, it was, it was all the pride in the world when I heard you come on the radio station <laughs> and then laughing because of it. Yes, yes. And, Oh man, those trucks were horrible. Like those are the worst things I've ever. They're so old, and you couldn't see out the back windows because you have all this crap in the back. And uh, but uh, you know, it was it was a pretty fun job. You didn't make much money. It was just kind of like a side side job for me to get some extra cash on the side. But uh, you know, it was a something different. It gave me a different experience. So yeah, it was nice. And that, that's important to get all that experience from different angles and that. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Uh, Dan, did you have any more questions for yeah, Mark, Mark here? Yeah. I, you've been very quiet. And I, 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 I do. Uh, I'm taking half of you guys' show away. <laughs> no, you're oh, good. But this was this was all about you, baby. So, yeah. Dan, what do you got here? What, what's the yeah. question? Uh, yeah, I had a few questions. I wanted to use your expertise, um, you know, based off hearing your experiences here and everything. I had I had two questions, I guess. First one, I kind of want to settle something here. So. Uh, I want to talk about, I want to see if you agree with me, I guess, because I have a wrestler who I believe is severely underrated, <laughs> who I believe should be a multi-time like champion. I want to hear your thoughts about Goldust. I love Goldust. Do you, do you agree with me that he is one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time? Yes. And there's yes. one match, though, there's only one match that I hate that Dustin Rhodes has ever done, and it was uh, him and Blacktop Bully in the back of a semi. Uh, Dude, <laughs> I, showed that, I showed that match to Cody one day, and he was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what, it, when was it this? Was, there is, I think it's 95 
Flamboree? Some, Road it's Wild or Wild Road Wild or something like that. WCW ninety five pay per view. Uh-huh. It's Dustin Rhodes versus Blacktop Bully, back of a semi, and they have to ring a cowbell, I think, at the end of it. <laughs> oh, it, it and yeah, it fell off. <laughs> The best part of that is listening to Bobby the Brain Heaton just trash the town. I think they were in Dayton at that time, and he was just <laughs> running it down as the semi was going. But, yeah, that was that was a brutal match, Dan. You have to watch that on the network. All right, yeah. Now that you mentioned that, I'm going to I'm gonna have to look that one up because I am not, you know, familiar with that one. But, yeah, I believe he's severely underrated, and uh, I think he should have been a WWE champion, but – He's still wrestling, right? He's still in AEW, right? Yeah, yeah he's in AEW. I, I agree. He he should have maybe not. He held the tag team championships a couple yeah. times. But he was the Intercontinental agree. Champion, I believe. Yeah, he should have had one run. With everything yeah. going on at that stage of wrestling in that I'm one that I really was. 17, 18, the Attitude Era yeah. was great yeah. for me. You go back and listen to it now or look at it now, you're like – Whoa, I don't believe they're just that. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah. the love of God. But, yes, at that point, he could have had the title at least for a month. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we were able to work gold dust into the podcast. <laughs> that, that made you, my day. You made his – actually, you probably made his years. Yeah. So, <laughs> good, good job, Mark, on Dan, that. Can you, can you yeah. give us a gold dust impression? Oh, oh boy. Oh. oh. He's going to pull it. Oh, dust. He has a mask. That was not good. Oh, yeah. He's asking an action figure. Is the mask there? That was kind of like a Randy Savage. Hold on a second. One second. Yeah, that was a little, yeah, it was a little macho man in there, but we'll give it to him. You know, he hasn't practiced. We put him on the spot. I I think I have to have Dan on Can Crusher Spotlight and just make him do all his wrestling (laughs) impersonations for a whole hour. If you I can do have... that, I will join. <laughs> I just want to join for the spectacle of this. I don't, I don't exact... need to talk. So I wait. just want to see this. I don't – the mask. I don't know if I have Did that you... readily available at the moment. I'm not sure. Did you put it on the but, dog again? But I do have – oh, you, oh, I don't know if you can see it. I think yeah, actually, you can see it. Yeah. You can see it? Yeah. Did it come with the robe? Because some no. of them came with the cool robe. This one did not come. Jenks, weren't you the one who got? I think Jenks was the one who got this for me. I think so. I don't think it had a robe. I don't think it. it had a robe. No. Oh, but he just, does have like a pitchfork or something here, <laughs> for whatever yeah, reason. Wasn't it, wasn't it like a feral edition or something like that? It was <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Freaking one, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what that's all about, but I yeah I enjoy it. You and I think Cody bought me his. Uh, then he, he wrote an autobiography, so I have that book. Yeah. Yeah. You are yeah. all about gold dust. He, he is. Yeah, he is a mark. He's a mark I for just, gold dust. Yeah. I just feel like he is underrated, and you know, he had the longevity of his career. I thought he was a unique character. Uh, I just feel like he needs to be spotlighted more. So um, I've always, I've always preached to these guys that he needs to, that he should have been a champion. So I'm all, glad that you all the time. <laughs> I, I don't think there's a week that goes by. Oh, oh, whoa! Now that's that? interesting. See, we're cultivating friendship here. I yeah, think you're getting yeah. points with me about. Oh, thank you, nice. thank you. Because um, you were you were the the uh, on on, the sh- on you guys' show the least knowledgeable sometimes about wrestling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I used to watch wrestling a lot, uh, like during the nineties and then I kind of stopped watching, um, like, I don't know, there was a period between maybe 
2000 to like 2004 where I was kind of in and out. So there's like some times where I see highlights during that era that I remember. And then there's other times where I don't remember because I, I think I was just kind of in and out during that period. And then I kind of stopped for a while. Uh, I got back into it a little bit around, I think it was around like 2007 when like DX came, like Shawn Michaels and Triple H reunited as DX. Yeah. Cause I remember watching that a little bit. And then I stopped for a long period after that, probably about like 10 years or so. Um, and then Jenks kind of brought me in. So the past, you know, I don't know, maybe the past three years or so, I've kind of gotten back into it. Mark, you'll appreciate this. I know yeah. the exact moment when Dan started oh, back yeah, into wrestling. It. And it yeah. wasn't my fault. I still attest that to this day to backpack. <laughs> um, but it was the night Shane McMahon returned. Oh, and you and did the dance. I was, yeah, I did the dance, but at the same time, he was like, "Oh, let's watch Monday Night Raw until Beck Beck gets here." And so he turned it on, and it was the exact moment <laughs> Shane walked out, and he was hooked. And then, I, and then I text you. Then I text you before because I remember the McMahon, like Vince, wasn't Vince and Stephanie, and maybe Triple H in the ring. And I think I remember texting you, "Oh, I bet what if Shane McMahon comes back or something like that?" And then he did. Yeah, it was. Vince and Stephanie for like some BS award or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I remember, remember distinctly texting you back and go, he's not coming back. That's not going to happen. <laughs> and sure enough, that night he came back came and back. the rest was history on that one. And yeah, Beck Beck has not I, been a fan of me since then. I think you're right, Jenks. I think that was the, the like the first, I think that was the episode that I watched that kind of got me back into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for better or worse. So. Yeah. It's always, um, it's always yeah. better. You said you had I, another I question too, right? Yeah, I do have another question for you. Uh, Can't wait. I wanted, I want. Well, it's it's a normal question, okay. kind of. I just wanted to know, you. you know, based off like who do you have a single favorite wrestler? Because based off your experience, I have an educated guess on who it might be. Oh, but I'm I'm probably wrong. I don't know because wait, you know. I was going to say, what's your guess, though? Well, my guess is, you know, because it seems like you have a love of minor league baseball and a love of wrestling. So the first guy that pops into my head is, oh, yeah, the macho man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah, brother. You are exactly and, right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. You're exactly right. And the cool thing is we have – Oh, he comes on Can Crushers maybe once a year. Um, his name is Pat. The Macho Man? <laughs> no, no, but <laughs> as I was say, that my... Pat's dad looks oh, okay. like the Macho Man. So, <laughs> generally, we've called him the Macho Man his whole life, and yeah, uh, maybe it's just because I, I love my buddy Pat's dad that the Macho Man was my favorite. But yeah, Macho Man, I have kind of one A, one A, one A. So it's Macho Man. Owen Hart, and then I've always been a huge Shane Douglas fan. Okay, nice. Okay, so nice. Yeah, see, I, I felt see that that uh, that forty second rapid fire thing that that worked. I don't understand that how worked. minor league baseball fits into it for the Macho Man though. But all right, I'll he, give play, it. he played minor league baseball. He did, wow. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he played. Yeah, he played with the. I know he played with the Reds in the minor leagues and I think there was like a few other teams. I don't remember who the other teams were, but, uh, but you know, that would be actually be a cool baseball card to get because there are be baseball, cool. there are baseball cards out there of him. So yeah. I think that's going to be, uh, something I'm going to look out for too. 
<laughs> Add that uh, to the collection, Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool think, to get. I would think that's got to be worth a pretty penny at this point. Probably. You're right. I don't know. I think I bet you can get it. I bet you can get it pretty reasonable. Think so? You think? I think so. I'm right now because I'm checking. You know, the Macho Man actually passed away when we were all working together in 2011. I know. That's right. May, wasn't it? You came in my office because it was a, a road trip. You came in my office, which I took over, and you're like, did you just hear? I'm like, what? Uh, and then between me, you, Jesse, and then uh, Ricardo Rodriguez, I think we cried the rest of the day. Yeah, that was – do you remember who Ricardo Rodriguez is? I do. Yep. Uh, of the, no, of the Seawolf staff. Now, hang on. It Remind me. Yeah, that's right. It was Schnell. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sidebar here. Um, I Googled it. Uh, Randy Pofo baseball card. Pofo. And Pofo. Pofo. Is that how you pronounce it? Pofo? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I see about four cards here, and they're all on eBay for three dollars and ninety-five cents. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at right now. Three dollars and ninety-five cents. The yeah. actual wrestling one is four ninety-nine, so that one's worth more. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> I want the baseball ones. I'm gonna get the baseball yeah. ones. Is it? Oh, there's an autographed one out here for twelve hundred dollars. Actually, thirteen hundred dollars. So. I want to. You guys might want to get on that. I don't know. But. <laughs> How the? I get. Well, all right. I would have thought the baseball ones would have been rarer, so they would have been worth more. But shows what I know. I think I. I'm just jumping all over the place, but I think I have a Macho one in this collection over here. I have to yeah, look through yeah. the wrestling cards. I think there's a Macho Man in that collection. Nice. So that might be worth some money. Who knows? But <laughs> maybe. maybe. Maybe it might be worth four dollars. Probably $4, but hey, I'll take it. It's more than the minor league baseball one. Right. <laughs> All right. So does the group have any more questions for Mark the Mark here? I don't, but I just appreciate uh, you coming on. And, you know, as, like you said, we, we had a couple of years we didn't talk, but now it seems like, you know, we're, we're in communication here and there and, you know, listening to each other's podcasts. I just appreciate it. And it's crazy. It's been a decade and, you know, just appreciate you sharing your story with us and our listeners and, you know, just uh, you know, I'm glad to call you, you know, my buddy, my friend. So, I agree. same. Uh, not, Go ahead, no. Mark. Who's there? Is this a joke? Well, say it again. Dan interrupted. <laughs> God damn it, Dan. Knock knock. Who's there? Tank. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I initially thought that was going to go to the Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, uh, but I, I want to ditto Cody's comments. I really, it's really great having you on. Uh, yeah, there was a couple years there, but I think now we have the means. We should definitely get together more often, whether it's on podcast or off, and just talk. Can be virtual, can be whatever, and just. Continue to catch up and relive those old memories. So yeah, I, I want to make a trip up and go to the Cornerstone with you guys. Is it still there? It is it's still yeah. there. It's running too. <laughs> Haven't it's been there for still. a long time. <laughs> I think the last time I was there is 2011 as well. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, right. have you, hey, Mark, have you ever been to Rack and Roll? Oh God, no. Next time you make a visit to Erie, you should definitely pay a visit there as well. It's the karaoke capital of <laughs> the nation, I do believe. <laughs> Dan, really? you have 
Well, wait a minute, Dan. You have to go. We have to make it a trip. Yeah, you there. have to come, and man. you have to sing. I'll go. I'll sing. go. It's been a while. You know, I'm kind of like a legend there, um, but I have been <laughs> allegedly. I have been uh, absent uh, the past few years. It's been a while, but uh, but yeah, I think it would be a good time to make a stop there, maybe before or after the cornerstone. And yeah. what was the one that was right by the stadium? I know it's been renamed since. I mean, we uh, always sluggers. Oh, there's sluggers. sluggers. Back in the day. Yeah. Slug hairs, and now it is Big Bar. Yeah. And is Mr. Sub there that can't get Ganey a sub right at any time? <laughs> Mr. Sub's still there. <laughs> Mr. Sub's there, yes. <laughs> Those are the things I want to do when I come up. I want to eat Mr. Well, sub, throw it on the ground because they made it wrong, never go there again, but go back the next day. Go to the cornerstone. <laughs> in all those other places. Nice. We've got to hit all the milestones up in parts unknown yeah. in Erie, Pennsylvania. So <laughs> yeah, and play catch on the field. So yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. Be fun. Can I say I went to the baseball game last weekend there at the ballpark, and about fifth inning, I was just sitting there like, man, I'd really like to go for some baseball golf right now because <laughs> they have a couple good signs that I just want to hit it off of. Yeah. And, uh, I could have went for a round at that point, but all right. Across the field, I, I thought about it. You know, Dan Dan ran the warning track before he did. when he was uh, slightly inebriated. It looked like Mario, and then he uh, unfortunately had an issue after that. In so, the home dugout. In the home dugout. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So can this I event ask you not... one question? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and then if you're going to wrap it up, you can or whatever, but uh, because I know it probably went long for your audience. Um, what is the what is the toughest goal that you guys feel? And I'll kind of give you my thoughts that you guys each have. Like, Cody, what's your toughest goal, you think? It probably was going to be HTML, but I took that off. So I, I think that had been <laughs> a really tough one uh, to do. Um now think about day day and day now like getting 250 books I think that's gonna be really tough um, I haven't listened to a book in six weeks something like that I just get in the mood for podcasting and then I just you know I'm stuck on that and there's always new ones coming up and I, I just think not being able to do that plus the little guy running around like you don't have much time to sit down and read right now um, so I think that would be really hard to do but you know, I, I just get in these modes, like uh, I, I'm hooked, you know, to a book or you know, into reading. Then I'll I'll do it, but I'm just hooked on podcasts right now. So I think that'd be a difficult one. Winter's coming though. Winter's coming. Yeah. So remember That's that. That's true. That's true. Too. Yeah, you're gonna have plenty of time at that point. <laughs> yeah. And you got a lot. 250 books sounds like a lot, but it's not. Right. I, I might have read one in my 30 to 40. So I'm not talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> But you're not really reading. Uh, you're listening. And right. I, I support that because that's it's still listening or reading a book. Right. Dan, what's your hardest one? I know um, what I think your hardest one is. Okay. there, There's a few that pop into my head. Um, I think Godfather. Two, no, no, no. <laughs> the, I think the two that pop into my head are uh, – one is visiting my family in England, uh, and the reason why is because I'm just petrified of flying. So, and you know that's a pretty long flight. So for me, um, I feel like that will be a challenge. I mean, it'll definitely 
I mean, I can get it done, but it's going to be, um, you know, I went to Wisconsin, flew to Wisconsin a few years ago. And even that I was like anxious about and all nervous about, I just hate flying. So that's the reason why I, that's one that popped in mind. I think the other one, um, and you know, this one, you know, we've actually, um, I can't go into super details, but we've made some progress on it is I had the goal about like helping Becca start in an Irish dance school. Um, and you know, a lot of it, I mean, obviously for something like that, she's the Irish dancer and everything. So she's doing most of the heavy lifting, you know, but there's like a lot of stuff we got to set up and, you know, when she's running her business and everything, um, you know, it's just, uh, we got two young kids. So I feel like there could be some challenges trying to manage the business and then raising two young kids and our schedules and all of that stuff. So I feel like because of those reasons, I would probably put that up there as well. But we're making progress on that one, I think. So, um, That's yeah, which one? Yeah. Which one did you think you said that you you in your head had one that you thought that was my hardest? Well, it's, it's actually two walking. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> And apparently the Godfather has now been sitting on your table for seven months since you guys have started this podcast. The, the dread. So, so here's the thing. Uh, the last was it the last podcast or two. Pod, I can't remember which podcast it was. One of the more recent podcasts. We agreed that I would have that one completed within my next two like goal episodes. Yep. So. I can tell you it's not going to be my next goal one because I already have. He actually <laughs> did already, his next goal yes, like ahead of I time, actually, not within 12 actually, hours. Yeah, so I actually already have a goal completed, so that's going to be my next one. Uh, so it's going to have to be the one after that. Otherwise, if it's not, which it won't be, it won't be. But uh, if for whatever reason, you know, the 1% chance that, you know, it doesn't happen, uh, we agreed that they would get to remove one of my goals and replace it with something of their choosing. So we kind of put a, a, a timetable, uh, even, you know, obviously these goals need to be that done before we're 40, but uh, we put in a more stricter timeline for this one now. So <laughs> well, when you we'll watch see. it, call my wife because she actually listened to you guys as well. Um, yeah. Has never watched the Godfather either. And it's sitting 20 <laughs> feet away from me right now. The whole <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at it right now on the shelf over here. So, uh, but it'll it'll get done. It'll get done. Jenkson, I saved you for last because <laughs> here we go. This is myself throwing myself under the bus since you didn't. But I have a. What do you think your hardest one is first? Uh, riding a bike. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> it. I think honestly, the hardest one is the one that these two have given me the most grief about putting on there, and it's meeting Dave Grohl and Paul McCartney because I don't know yeah. how that could even possibly happen uh, without a GoFundMe or something. But <laughs> I think logistically, that might be the toughest one. There's other ones on here, but honestly, a lot of these I think I can do or would be able to do. But I think that one, just trying to figure out how to make that happen, would be the toughest in my mind. So. And I agree with that. But that's where if you guys listened to the 40-year dash like three months ago when Jenk said, I'm going to be sending something up, um, <laughs> I'm horrible at mailing stuff out. So <laughs> I have something for you that Ooh. will make you be able to meet Dave Grohl faster. 
Whoa. Whoa. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Oh. So it just, I need to get kicked in the rear end to mail it to you. Wow. That's so you guys were all wrong voice. on your predictions of what I was going to wow. send you. Wow. So it's not see? a Jack Hanahan card. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Jack Hanahan card. <laughs> oh, Damn. man. That's interesting. See, I would have never met, pegged that. So now you're going to have him thinking and thinking and thinking and wow. in his mind right. this whole so time. I have two weeks to get this to him because the next yeah. episode is a Jenks update, right? Right. Yes, it is. Yeah. Segways. See how I'm helping you segue? I yeah. love that. Uh, that's a good. <laughs> Quite a development. Wow. What a, what a throw up to our uh, yeah. covering of the next podcast or preview of the next podcast. I may have something from Mark the Mark that uh, gets me closer to meeting Dave Grohl. So let's, uh, that's, that should be interesting a little yeah. bit here. So, I'm looking forward to that. You know what? I want to, I have one more question for Mark. Do you have a goal or a couple goals you want to accomplish by the time you turn 50? Is there something there that, you know, I want to accomplish these three things, or it doesn't have to be three, but anything, really. But get out of bed without hurting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, yeah. Being a garbage man kind of sucks. So um, the generic ones. One, make sure my son is, you know, four years. I would be 48. So make sure his college is started and taken care of that he doesn't have any debt that uh, we have something going right now for him. But I want to continue that to make sure he doesn't have the debt that I rolled out of college both times with. Yeah. So because I, I love putting him in a better position than my parents did for me and they didn't know. So I'm not blaming them, but they just didn't know what right. the factors were right. back right. then. So that's one. Um, to strengthening me and Kelly, uh, it's not that we're fighting or ready to kill each other or anything, but I think it's always working on the family, um, mm -hmm. making sure that we have some time to just tap out of family. Yeah. And I'm a strong supporter of that, that, yes, my son's taking care of me. He's 14. Hey, we're going to go, you know, maybe a couple hours away. You know, you're going to grandma's and you're taking uh, Max and Miggy with you. Cool. You're going to spend a weekend just giving me and Kelly more time to turn off the phones. And I'm not saying anything sexually or anything, but just go walk and look at a tree if we want to. Yeah. <laughs> just to spend quality time together because hustle bustle. I start at 4 o'clock in the morning. There's times I'm in bed by the time she gets home if she's got to work a late shift. So nice. we don't see each other for like two legit days. Yeah. So we want more time like that and continue the podcast to grow it, to be able to work into a, an organization. Again, I'm okay with it being an indie, you know, um, overall goal. I wouldn't mind owning my own indie federation somewhere. Hmm. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. I'll come down and uh, do announcing if you need it. <laughs> That's my Wait. thing, you dork. <laughs> you you need a like color commentator. Do you I not? Need another, yeah, I need a play-by-play -play with me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing your job. I'm coming in. To, I'll, I'll be color commentating. All right. You could bring uh -oh. in Gold Dust to, uh, to be the champion. There it is. There you go. There, there it is. Well, I know I could be a ref. Out of EW. Yeah, yeah. Like a Legends tour. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Cody yeah. can ring the bell. 
There you go. I think I can do that. Hey, yeah, I said that I could be a ref. And hey, you know what? Actually, I forgot to mention this earlier. This is something I wanted to uh, uh, bring back. Uh, When I was a radio assistant, one of the things that we did, we went to remote to a wrestling thing that was in Corey, and Goldust was there, and he actually – I met him. He sat next to me for a little bit and spun the prize wheel that we had. So I just figured I should I should throw that in there too. I have actually met the man. If you guys want to promote for a second, I'll pull one of the things off my wall because he's going to go nuts. All right. Well, while he's doing that, let's yeah. preview the next episode, which we've already done a little bit. Uh, it's my update episode. I got a couple things that I've accomplished that I'll bring back and might have something from Mark the Mark here. To look at. So, Mark, what do you got now that you're bringing it up? Oh, there it is. That. Molina. Yeah. And Goldust. And Goldust. Inter- with that Intercontinental Championship, the nice belt. Look yeah. at that. Right? Oh, I like the it. Nice, nice belt. Are yeah. you going to say that other iterations of the belt there, Dan? Well, yeah. Do you see the belt now? <laughs> okay, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. No, okay. I like that. That's very nice. That is awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Was it? No, wait a minute. Mark, I don't know if you were a part of this, but Cody, I think you were. Didn't you go to a wrestling show and people mistook you for TNA talent agents at one point? Yeah, we were at uh, Chris McDonald. Uh, you might know him, Mark, uh, from Sewell's, um, Chris McDonald. Yeah, um, I know him went well. to, Yeah, I went to his his wedding, and we left early to go see Gold Dust, actually. And oh. over in uh, Gerard. And we're, the, we're suits and ties because we're in the wedding and all the – rumors backstage dr fox is backstage with them and oh my like, God. Like they thought we were all like tna talent because we walked in and sat down and we were just watching in suits and ties and everybody else obviously not in that attire so yeah that that was a that was a good night for sure good time <laughs> oh nice. man nice bring back yeah all right yeah. gentlemen i think we've reached a point in the show where dan blows out our eardrums with a terrible joke yeah uh daniel the floor is a great joke. But first, uh, Mark, do you want to plug your podcast? Oh, oh yeah, yes. let's yes. do that. Yes. Let's do that. Yes. Oh, sure. Uh, it's called Can't Crush Your Wrestling Podcast. It's available anywhere that podcasts are Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Stitcher, all of them. Just go out, give it a listen. We are also on all the social medias Twitter, the Gram, and Facebook. All of it's very easy. It's at Can't Crush Your 69. And we're, we have a website as well that's up that kind of brings everything all together. Um, you can find those at any of our socials. Um, we have shows every Sunday, and Wednesday is our, like our spotlight show where we have a wrestler on. We do an interview anywhere from somebody just having their first match hmm. to the likes of Manny Gold Fernandez. Goldberg, not Goldberg, Gilberg. I was, <laughs> I him, I'm like, I hate him. Um, and so on. I, we, we have legends on the show. So go out, give us a listen. Um, but support these guys as well, because this is what the true podcasting is about. These three gentlemen getting together, living their life, joking around and having fun. And if you get anything out of what they're telling you, it should be one thing. Friendship is really forever. And it, it means a lot that you guys can do something like this. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate Thank you. that. Yeah. And now we're she's terrible joke spoken. too. Yeah. <laughs> that nice moment. Yeah. Now we, now we <laughs> ruin the niceness. Let's All keep right, the well, good vibes rolling. After this. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep the good vibes rolling here. So Wait, did I you wanted... get a guest or are we still on a shoestring it's budget? It's just me. Here? It's just me. God, we have a limited work. budget to work with. Okay. 
So we did spend a lot on Mark. So we did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Uh, I wanted to, uh, uh, tell a story that I heard. Uh, so, um, you know, there was this, uh, I was up in, uh, Buffalo, you know, they kind of near the Canadian border and everything. And I met this guy and he was telling me a story about, uh, Vincent de Frambois. Um, have you guys heard of Vincent de Frambois uh, before? Uh, no, but no. I feel like I should say yes, not to extend the story, but go ahead. <laughs> so anyways, uh, he was a very, uh, he was a young man at one point, like, uh, you know, I guess, all of us have been, uh, but he uh, <laughs> he went to a prestigious, you know, grade school in high, uh, high school. Uh, he went to uh, Princeton uh, uh, College, you know, uh, he was the head of the head of the baseball team, got straight A's, high GPA. Um, sky was the limit, you know, um, and he was viewed as the next great Canadian leader. Like people thought that he was going to bring Canada uh, back to its glory. So people had high hopes for him. He was getting into, you know, uh, politics and all that. Uh, I believe he was also uh, mayor of one of the of uh, Quebec City, I think it was. So, uh, you know, he was like a a budding star. Uh, But all of a sudden, uh, Vincent de Frambois disappeared. And nobody, nobody heard from him. So that was, that's kind of odd, right? You know, he just disappeared. Um, and people were like, where did he go? And Canada, you know, was lost. They didn't know who their next bright young leader would be. So anyways, um, you know, I was talking to that guy and he, he was telling me the story and I was like, oh, uh, darn. Uh, so, you know, I went to, uh, I went to, uh, Buffalo there and went to, uh, uh, SeaWorld. Are you familiar with SeaWorld? Heard of it. Yeah. 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 Heard of it? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I went to SeaWorld and, uh, you know, uh, they have like the whales and dolphins and all, all that stuff. Uh, and guess who I saw there? Who? Was it Vincent? No, I saw uh, a, a SeaWorld employee there and he took me to an area, uh, where I saw another guy and this guy was, down here and he was uh feeding the little baby dolphins there uh and guess who it was it was vincent de so i said holy cow vincent de uh where have you been uh canada all these people in canada were uh expecting you to be their next great big leader uh what are you doing and you know he's just sitting there and he's feeding the baby dolphins and he says, I don't know. I feel like I'm serving a youthful porpoise. As soon as you said dolphins the first time, (laughs) I knew where it was going. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That joke joke had no porpoise. I'm just saying. I, th- I think Mark's impressed based off the look I'm seeing. <laughs> Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> he never wants to do up, this again. <laughs> I will fill in any time that Dan is not 
deal. Part of the beauty of this podcast is being as in pain as we are listening to him <laughs> and these jokes. All right. Oh, I, I thought I, it was pretty good. I, on that note. Goodbye, farewell, thanks again to Mark the Mark, and not Dan yes, for that horrific joke. That Mark, you, you can, can, you can mile away. Mark, I'm giving you permission that you can use that joke in your podcast <laughs> if you'd like. I, I'll flip it from this, because the, the regurgitation of it would be so <laughs> dreadful. You know what, Dad? This is going to be in the same mind set of mind when we think about the moth joke. Right. It's going to become legendary at some point, just watching people <laughs> wince in pain. But on that note, farewell, everyone. Have a good one, and thanks for listening. Finn. <laughs>